Welcome to the Swimming with the Sharks podcast, where we dive deep into our potential. And I am your host, G.A. Dumas. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about this new year for a couple of different reasons. One, 22 is my favorite number. And also, I'll hit the big 3-0 this year. So I'm excited. I'm excited to just attack my 30s head on and, you know, and just create the lifestyle that I want my 30s to look like and my legacy as well. So I'm just super excited. Um, and I hope you guys are, you know, have some big goals and big dreams that you guys are crushing and, and really pinpoint how you're going to do that. So appreciate you for tapping in today. Um, I got a very, very special guest today as always, man. Um, this guy is probably one of the sharpest people that I've ran across in my life, man, and, and just, you know, in, in conversations, whether with him or around him or just listen to him, I mean, you will be inspired by just the enthusiasm and just the, you can feel the purpose, you know, in his, in his voice, man, and the reality mastery himself, Akash, man, I think you guys will definitely, 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 man, be able to just soak up some game, some free games, some, some brain gems in this conversation, so, um, Without further ado, I'll get right into it. All right, let's go, my guy, Akash, man. I'm excited to have you today. First, I want to introduce you to my guy, man, Shane the Shark. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> hey, oh, shit. What's going on, Shane the Shark? What's up? Yeah, man, we, we, what's we up really with that? living it. What's up, what's up with Shane the, Sh Shane the Shark? How did he get this position right here? <laughs> man, he, he put in a lot of work. He interned for me for, for a while, so I finally let him, you know, become the COO. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a little good luck charm COO. I like it. God, exactly, man. But no, I'm excited, man. I know we've been talking about this for a minute and we connected organically uh, at Coo, man, and just was drawn to your energy and your, you know, your ambition. I think, you know, I felt like for me, I, like I said, I was drawn to that. So I was like, man, I got to definitely get you to bless the, bless the platform. So without no further ado, man, you know, tell the people who you are, where you're from, you know, what you do and all that good stuff. Oh, for sure. Um, awesome. First of all, just thanks for being here. I just love it's always an honor. Anytime someone's listening to me talk, I'm like, bless you. I, I'm just yes, yes, because I, I you know I love to hear myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, you know, I'm here to be of service, right? At the most macro level, right? Just being of service and right now, what does that really look like? Right. So like for me, I've just, you know, I've been dabbled in many businesses before. I have like a bodybuilding background, fitness modeling, did fitness coaching, consulting. I did like some life coaching stuff had a supplement company, um, invested in real estate, like really serial entrepreneur-esque, mm -hmm. right? I was just, you know, going through the evolution of it, you know, kind of like just, you know, walking around the buffet, you know, I don't want to get full on something that I, you know, I don't want to make my plate until I try everything, right? And just sample a For couple sure. of things, see what's going on, see what's cracking. Um, I ended up finding my purpose in just literally being a coach, a guide, a consultant. And that has evolved into the business development realm that I'm in mm -hmm. today. So the company is called Reality Mastery. And I know it's like, well, reality mastery, big claims. But honestly, it's really simple. It's, what is, it's our reality and like, what is the manual? Because it was never given to us. No one taught this. And um, not to, you know, digress too much, but even in personal development, I haven't like, like people will make claims and then they'll support it with evidence of, which is usually just other people that have done that, this, that, or the other thing. And it's like, oh, this is why it works. But I always wondered like, why? Right. So that's really what I'm able to give people in reality mastery is like a really dense, concrete, thorough model or manual about how to go about just this human being living experience. Yeah. Right? You know, it's predominantly entrepreneurs, 
um, you know, I'll, yeah, it's 99% entrepreneurs, 100%, because like, I don't know, I feel like we're the only type of people that are like this crazy about development. And right, right. You For know. Sure. So yeah, we work on raising enterprise value from the inside out. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, I can go on and on about what that looks like, but uh, I'll let you take it from there. No, nah, for sure, man. You said a bunch of key things, man, right off the gate, you know, with you saying just touching on being a serial entrepreneur, you know, obviously we're in the, we're in that era where, you know, I think growing up, it was always like, oh, you got to stick to one thing and you got to, and it's like, now we're in this, we're, we're blessed to be in this generation where you have the ability to do multiple things that you're good at and generate, you know, revenue. And it's like, obviously the key is to be able to, to do it each of them, you know, and being, uh, I guess, diligent and efficient. So first thing I thought of is system. Like, what's your, do you have a system in place to be able to manage and, and do all these things at the, at the highest level? Or like what, talk to me about systems and how important that is to you. Well, for sure. Um, well, first I kind of want to touch on, you know, the fact that I don't do these other things anymore. Not to say I will, but um, that was more of a self-discovery process okay. in the vehicle of business. Mm -hmm. uh, when I found, because we have many passions, mm -hmm. but you only got one purpose, right? You only got mm -hmm. one purpose. And, um, you know, um, there's a great book on this by uh, David Dita, The Way of the Superior Man. One of the parts, I'll just, you know, give a little short excerpt there. It was like every, it was something in the lines of every path is meant to be lived to its fullest until it becomes like dry, empty, and useless. And uh, then it should be like discarded. I remember that those keywords discarded. And the way he said it was very like, had like this ruthless pragmatism behind it, you know, under the guise of just the spiritual prowess that he carried with him in that wisdom, right, that he's giving out. And when I was like, I even remember back in Cheesecake Factory back when I was, you know, like in, in my come up years, I remember working there when I was 19, I would just be ecstatic to go to work and just I just well, when I got the job, I just love talking to people. I'm a big foodie. You know, I get to like help people make food choices and you know, at the time, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm coming from like retail. I was working at vitamin shop. I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of capped on my per hourly wage. And I'm like, wait, if I take more tables and do a better job, I can make a better tip and make more money. Let's do that. Yeah. You know? But moral of the story is one day I remember coming to work um, and I just felt like I really don't want to go anymore. Mm -hmm. like, I just really like I was literally the diametrical opposite of the enthusiasm I first carried into that job. And like so that that dynamic has carried me through different um, vehicles of my self-expression, you know, what yeah. that fitness modeling. Let me try this, you know, bit, what's, what's up with this business stuff. You know what I mean? Let me, okay. What, what should I do? I've, so many failed to try to make a hot sauce company, a yoga pants company, some digital marketing stuff, you name it. Um, but in essence, as soon as my enthusiasm um, just was no longer present, Mm -hmm. That is my number one system that I need to do something different. So that is, you know, to answer your question, like that would be my number one, like, am I enthusiastic about what I'm about to do? Mm -hmm. If it's a no, it's just like, I ain't doing it. Right, 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 for sure. And if the enthusiasm runs out, all right, now it's time to evolve. For sure, for sure. And I think, like you said, you know, just going through, you know, different, different, uh, I guess, different ventures in life. It ultimately takes you to where you need to be. So it sounds like a lot of trial and error. You said you had different businesses you tried. So talk to me about the importance of failure and what that means to you in your yeah. evolution. Well, you know, like failure and success are two sides of the same coin, you know, because it's really just perspective that differentiates the two. 
right? Some person can do something and it can be a failure. Another person can do the exact same thing and it can be a success depending on the perspective that they're using going into the situation. You know, like the whole thing, like, you know, when you change the way you look at things, what you look at changes kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just, I didn't really look at it as trial and error. I looked at it as like, I was just trying to strive for my best mm -hmm. and do the best I could in each now moment, you know? And I already had that belief of like, there really isn't a failure. You know, it's just a, like I always subscribe to that school of thought, like right off the bag. Like mm -hmm. as soon as I heard it, you know, just like right after high school, watching personal development videos on my phone and stuff, you know, like even that's cool. Like, you know, you can be, back in the day, you couldn't do that. You got to like read a book or find a mentor. Right, right. <laughs> a small little caveat there. But um, yeah, I would just like, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, yeah, you know, so I don't really think it's really a, um, and I'm very careful about my words. That's kind of, that's why like, it's not like you asked uh, like a, a, a poor question by like the the failure and you know trial and error kind of thing, but um, this words are really powerful. So like by really not having that self talk, look like you don't when you don't describe it in that fashion, emotionally it just shows up so much different to you. I mean, it just you embody a different frequency, mm -hmm. uh, and your emotions what energy in motion. So if it's a lower frequency, it's more draining for your energy given the distance of your native frequency versus whatever you're embodying in that moment. So I think yeah. just having that perspective on the process of growing into who, you know, who, who we really are, realizing more of ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. just carrying that, which is easier said than done, of course. For but, sure. Yeah, for sure. I, would, I would say that would be number one. For sure, which that actually leads me to my next question. So like for you, in your natural journey, right, you know, going to school, like you said, working at Cheesecake Factory, like, what was it that clicked for you to say, you know what, I need to just take my life, you know, into my own control? Was it a book you read? Was it a, a video of some uh, motivational speaker? Like, what was it for you? Yeah, really good question. So, like, my number one MO in life was always, like, how do I stay happy? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I was always trying to figure out. Like, how do I stay happy? You know, mm -hmm. like, it sounds kind of funny, but, like, it was really no joke. Like, I remember as a, as a kid playing with Hot Wheels. I had, like, a Lambo Hot Wheel. And then I'm like how do you buy a Lambo? Like, how does this work? I'm like, okay, they cost like 500 K and I'm like at school. I learned that like doctors or lawyers, they like, you know, call, you know, multi, like six figures. So I'm like, but even then it's less than five. I'm like, what do you do? Become a doctor, like go to school for 18 years, go to medical school for like another 10 years, then become a doctor and then spend zero money for like three years to save up to buy it. Like, that's my thought process. Right. right. I'm like, cause not, not that this is about the car, but it's something that brought me like, you know happiness like mm -hmm. not that like that's like the end all be all but i i desired it and it makes me happy to strive towards my desires so i started inquiring about like how i could get there and yeah. that's the same thing in business too like like I, the only reason i got into business was because i was like oh okay i learned about you know entrepreneurship and i'm like wait a second you could like control how much money you make and work for yourself you know what yeah. i mean and i was like oh i don't because i don't really like getting told what to do at work and this and i'm capped on how much money i can make and then you know, I'm looking at people with the results I wanted in life, and they were all very entrepreneurial minded, at least most of yeah. them own businesses. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I appreciate that. So um, so talk to me. Obviously, you've been doing, um, you know, you've been in your in your grind. So how long has it been, would you say, since you just decided to just kind of take life, you know, by the horns and do your own thing? Um, You know, I don't really, you know, uh, I don't really like I'll answer the question, but like I want to preface it with the amount of time something takes is going to like always be different, you know, per person. 
it's really like because the reason and the reason I'm like was refraining initially from just giving I'll give you the answer in a second was because comparing my path to other people that had similar outcomes either to myself that I had at the time like you know maybe like a acquirement of certain you know financial or status or a certain scale of business or that you know took this person x amount of years to do this and oh, okay i did it in in less now i'm better like wait what yeah. like i'm right, right, right. Or, or let's say it took longer than i'm worse but you know what i yeah. mean i'm like that you know what i mean so like i feel like just you know a lot of just to be cognizant to the viewership i just want to just you know sure. like, no, say that I, little piece there and i and i appreciate that because i think that's the the huge thing about you know you you see a lot of these different type of interviews and i think you know the main thing is really just getting into the psychology of you know what makes different people tick so i think that was kind of my segue into my next question. Like, so Hell yeah. like what drives, like, what's your motivation? Is it, you know, is it, are you, do you come from a family of like, you know, where success is the, the standard, like, or do you come from, or not, it's not necessarily about your family, but just like, what I know for me, what drives me is, you know, my kids and just me wanting to make a huge difference for generations past me, my hometown, wanting to be able to come back and just bring resources. So just, I'm always curious to know like what what it is that drives or motivates people to just wake up and say I, I need to be better than yesterday. Yeah, and you know, um, there's a lot of ways I could answer that because um, I can go into you tell me like what drives me today, but like what's driven me has evolved as I've evolved, yeah. right? So um, yeah. yeah, should I just talk about like right now or like yeah, absolutely, the evolution brother. of it? Right now, however you want to dive. All into right, it. I'll just I'll just I'll just start going and see what comes out. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I just never think. I just be. That's why I love you, brother. That's why I love you, brother. I'll say it and then look at it after and be like, "Oh, that's so funny." <laughs> oh yeah. So you know, um, today, like everything I wanted to happen, like ended up like happening when I was younger and like really in like a lot of depression and dismay of my own creation, by the way. Mm -hmm. And um, like when I really look at with the wisdom I've acquired now which again, there's infinite amounts, you know, we're never done. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, I'm like, man, there's really, from where I started to be like this, there is no way I could have pulled this off like on my own. Like mm -hmm. it's like, I'm like, even maybe like, you know, I'm like without God, you know, not to make this a religious thing, but like literally like whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe in, um, you know, source energy, the universe. Mm -hmm. I'm like, if it wasn't for that, put in the seed, of you know my aspirations inside of me like it doesn't matter like how good i tilled the soil how good of a fertilizer i put on it how you know how much care i took in farming it there ain't no seed there i'm letting none gonna happen For right sure. so i'm like and so that's where i'm at now so i'm like if i did this um because at one point i thought i was doing it but then so much started happening and then you know like happening through me i'm like i'm not doing this you know mm -hmm. and uh you know i can go on and on about like that whole you know dynamic but um essentially that's what drives me now i'm like okay if i was given this you know it's like spider-man said great power great responsibility you know if i was given this ability um you know what i can do and like even from where i started to be here i'm like i feel like i have a duty like an obligation to like push this as far as i can yeah i love that brother i love that yeah. so I guess it goes right into the way it's flowing is perfect. So like I'm at this point in life where I'm starting to understand the importance of like routines. I think I was one of those people who thought that, you know, going with the flow was that's how it's supposed to be. And I hated structure. I hated routine. And I, I've always believed that just 
flying by night is it, it gets you going and that adrenaline rush to, to operate at the last second was always like super productive. But I'm realizing that, you know, in order to really, at least my perspective, but in order to like really get the most out of it is just to have some sort of routine, have some sort of structure. Are you big on routines? Oh, okay, so like it is that's a really interesting question because um like a morning routine or yeah, like I, got, I got you, you know, yeah, yeah. So like I'm really big on going with the flow and routines require discipline. So they're great vehicles in building discipline because you need to be disciplined to honor what the flow wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I was very disciplined um because it was it was one of the first things that came really easy to me. You know, I remember like when I was 15, I decided that I wanted like to look a certain way. Like I literally went to the gym every day for like three years. I mean, for I've been always going to the gym, but like for three years straight, I didn't miss a single day. Like not, not, there's not one day I missed. Like I just, I mean, two rest days a week, which I like made, like was like so like on top of it. And like, I was just so hyper-disciplined about that. Carried into like my uh, first business endeavors. Um, I would say that would be like my sharpest tool. So it's interesting, right? Like we're all so different just because like you started out the opposite. I had no idea how to go with the flow. Like for me, being disciplined was hella easy when I have to, when I have to like understand, um, become more malleable and nimble and more dynamic in my movement to be able to, you know, house more, um, like a higher degree of a manifestation, you know, you need more operating capacity. So if you're too rigid all the time, you're not able to like, you know, roll with the punches and like, you know, cause so much is happening and you're mm-hmm. in charge of so much energy. Yeah. Your awareness is so high that if you got one set way of doing things, you're fucked, you know? And so when I realized this, I'm like, I need to like, you know, I was on one side of the spectrum, like really radically disciplined. I needed like radical freedom, radical uh, flow state, you know? So for me, I went through um, a chapter of, uh, or a couple chapters of learning the opposite. You know, now I've been able to integrate the two, like now that I've, you know, had m- both of the vantage points of like hyper discipline and like hyper just going with the flow. Yeah. Like now I'm like, okay, wh- where's the middle ground? Where's that harmony in between? And that's really what it's about, right? So if you can recognize in yourself, like where you lean towards, all right. So if I, if you're naturally more of like, you know, like I've had clients like this too, like that are just like really enjoy going with the flow. Um, but when it comes time to like honor the flow, you know, um, you always know when you end up like, you know, in a low vibration or if like, you know, you off your center, you know, like, okay, well, what caused it? I mean, I just didn't happen. Well, I mean, okay. Wasn't that in the schedule? I mean, oh yeah. And I was pointing back to your temperament, your fundamental temperament. So it's like, now you can like, it don't matter how many like dope rows you like, crew, you put on your ship and sails and masts. If there's a leak in the bottom, like yeah. <laughs> it don't matter how dope you made the rest. Right. So that's really what I would say is the most important, Um, you know, order and structure and chaos are also two sides of the same coin. Like the more chaos you can, the more structured you are, the more chaos you can contain, um, because that's what this world is. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a whole bunch of order and structure and chaos, but like it's all of it at the same time. Right. 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 So how you're orienting to that is the most important. So, you know, self-awareness, you know, uh, what, what do I need to bring up? And then, you know, if it's, if it's discipline, routines are phenomenal vehicles. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, what I'm speaking to is eventually getting because that's a, that's like that's really um it's a good segue to like one of the main out probably the main outcome that we focus on in reality mastery. 
everything, all the business stuff, the finances and all that, like they disseminate from this, uh, this outcome and attaining this outcome, which is really moving in spirit, right? If you look at the most highest performance people, I'm just going to speak on like Gary V because like everyone already knows him. It's easy to relate. Right, right. It really watches. He's always on. Mm-hmm. Always on. You know what I mean? Grant Cardone, always on. Ty Lopez, always on. Like, um, you know, like Sadhguru, you know, spiritually, he's always on. Like there's on all the time. It's like the reason that they're on is because they're they're not like thinking. They're They're literally like their vessel is open for their spirit to animate their movement. Like mm-hmm. we've all experienced glimpses of this, you know, different scales for different levels of being. But I mean, you know, those moments where you're just doing a whole bunch of stuff and it's just, you're just doing it and you're watching yourself oh, do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like that all the time, right? So like, that's really what you're trying to get to. And that comes from getting a sense of where your native frequency is at and then honoring the flow that it's taking you in. And then a whole bunch of things come as a process of that, you know, like you got to be disciplined to do the thing. And like first, and then what is the thing? And, you know, I mean, it just cascades from there. But um, self-awareness would be the best way to look at it. And uh, that's what's going to allow you to get to a point where you can move in harmony with your spirit. For sure. I love that, brother. I love that. So something that you just kind of mentioned uh, a couple moments ago is, you know, working out. Um, talk to me about how important working out is and also how it correlates to just business results and just, you know, does that, is there any correlation or connection between, you know what I mean? Your grind yeah. with the gym and your grind outside of it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? It's mind, body, soul, right? It's like one third of the equation, right? And, you know, um, for different people, it's going to look different. Like, I know some people that like, you know, just get like 20 minutes of exercise three times a week, but they're just like, you know, just killing it. And they have like no issues. Like, you know what I mean? There's like mind, body, spirit, like it's full alignment, harmony, everything's happy. You know, and so, but like some people, um, you know, they really need that certain level of, uh, like, like myself, for example, like the reason I'm still consistent training today is not for why I used to like, now this is just like what my soul looks like. This is just an expression of my soul's essence, right? Before I'm like, you know, using it to learn structure and discipline and, you know, attaining a self image I'm proud of. And then I was using it to put myself in a high frequency to like, do better at, you know, um, you know, have a better energy going into work and meetings and whatever business endeavors and ventures. Right. Um, so what I'm saying is back to self-awareness. Um, if you have a desire to change your physical image, then yeah, absolutely. You should do that. But if you're cool, then, you know, be cool. Um, generally speaking, most people want to develop themselves and, you know, do that. So, um, I know I keep going back to the self-awareness thing because oh, I mean, really the right answer, the right answer is different for everybody. So I'm like trying to throw out like some, you know, a couple different uh, like scenarios here. Well, see, that's the main thing though. I think that's, I mean, I think that's the, the ultimate common denominator in progression in life in all areas, whether it's career, personal relationship, everything is all, it all comes down to self-awareness. So the fact that it comes back, all your answers come back to it, it's even, it's even, uh, it's even perfect. So um, next couple more questions for you, my guy. So it's kind of, I guess, into some more fun stuff. Like what's some, some, some career highlights or just some moments where you just sat back like, man, like, damn, that was cool. Or man, I'm, you know, yeah. Wow. the first like one that wow came, moment. yeah, the first one that came to mind is like just being on a jet and it's hella funny. Cause like, I don't even know how I ended up on a jet. Like it was like, <laughs> Uh, I'm like coming back from LA. I mean, I know because it's the universe. Um, well, for yeah. one, even that, I was at this mastermind where like you, um, 
uh, had to have like a net worth of like a million bucks to like get into the mastermind. And then I was my boys plus one. This is like, you know, a few years back. Um, so I felt hella cool because like I hadn't, you know, cracked seven figures at the time. And um, I'm still there in the room with all these people. And it was like at this dope L.A. mansion, you know, we're staying at this dope uh, L.A. hotel and just being around this caliber of people. I'm like, wait, the universe put me here. Really? Little on me? And then on the way back home, I ended up on a jet because like the other plane was full. It was like, I didn't even try to go on a jet. It was just there. I'm like, oh, I'm just going back VIP. They're like, oh, yeah, you can just ride in that. I'm like, great. That's awesome. <laughs> and um, so I, I think the entirety of that just, you know, um, oh, fuck. And then the, that same mastermind it was the $100 million. Ma I ended up speaking on it like t two years later. <laughs> like I was one of the speakers there. I'm like, oh, what wow. the fuck? <laughs> I mean, they're still on my Instagram under live talks. This is during COVID, so I'm on Zoom call. But I'm like, these people paid money to listen to me. What the fuck? <laughs> really? Me? In my car? Like, just watching <laughs> personal development videos, trying to figure it out? What? Yeah. See, this, this is why I was like, this is God. There's no way I can figure this shit out. Really? Me? No way. No way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's listening to that. Like, you, you knew what was going on, and you, like, honed into it. So I, I love that. So... As much as we celebrate, you know, our highs and our highlights, you know, talk to I think it's important to to kind of, you know, shine a light on, you know, some low moments. So talk to me yeah. about a low moment and, you know, how you pulled yourself out of. Oh, man, so 2019, I'm living like I'm over here. I got like a penthouse apartment in the heart of downtown at the top, driving a Maserati Gran Turismo. Everybody know me. I got a supplement company. We're doing like 35, 40K a month. You know, I'm, I have my, uh, I'm in a real estate investment at the time. Put my savings in the real estate investment. And, uh, oh boy. <laughs> 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 Fucking the universe. So at that point, like at that point, um, so we had taken the money to like, we, we like we took a lot of profits. We went back into like relabeling, rebranding, restocking all the shelves. You know, hired a, you know, dope ass marketing agency. Like they did work for like, you know, like Jaws or size, Boss Babes, like very other, you know, like big brands like specialized in turning over multiple eight figure exits and whatnot. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'm over here like we're about to scale to the moon, put all the money back in, uh, you know, rest of my cash in the real estate investment. And then uh, COVID hit at, right at that time, like right when we were like just right before we like really invested into like, you know, more heavier ad targeting and data collection. It's like, all right, cool. And then I remember we like ran this ad and it was phenomenal. It was all, it, it, like, it was supposed to like convert like crazy based on the data. And then literally we had like 39 ads to cart and zero purchases, which like defied all marketing law. Like how you get 39 people in carts full and then zero, really zero like purchases, right? Cause this is when like the whole COVID thing hit, everyone's only buying toilet paper and then we're freaking out. And then we're trying to like monetize the fear in the marketplace. and um, uh, we were, uh, we came out with like, you know, reinvested more, like we come out with like an immune support product and put that at the top of the funnel, you know, just trying to like figure out like, how can we break through this? And then of course we kept the marketing, you know, agency on retainer and stuff like that. Cause like without their, you know, um, acumen to lean on, you know, we, we wouldn't have been able to produce a good result. I mean, you know, it's you know, it go time. So, and then at the same time when this happened, banks stopped funding jumbo loans for people to buy houses. And bless his soul, my contractor, he's, he's good. But he had a heart attack in the middle of the construction. So in between the mortgage and the utilities and just, um, you know, extra costs that we ended up incurring and uh, the 
construction loan every month, right? So I'm just like every month, just like flushing seven G's of profit every month. And this kept going until month number five of COVID. And by the time like the supplement company's going under, all money's in the real estate investment. And like literally, I'm just getting like lowballed, like 100K under exit value. Because the bank stopped funding jumbo loans. And jumbo loans are basically a mortgage that's above 500K. And the exit value of my house was 680K. I mean, it was a great, it was a great idea, but, but like this black swan event. Didn't know any better. Like, how you gonna, how you gonna like prepare for COVID? Like, I'm like, how, like, I just didn't know some shit like that. I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'll take all this money and do that. And if that fucks up, which I really doubt it will based on the numbers, I still have this. And then if that right. something happens there, I have that one. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm just sitting here, just like, just shit, SOL, just shit out of luck. And then um, right there, I had like a huge identity crisis because then I'm like, oh my God, I got to a point where I didn't know how to pay my rent. I mean, thank God for the forbearance program for a little bit. But I was like, I think I actually told that story in the, in the cohort campus, actually. That was, yeah, yeah. So that would probably be my lowest point because um, not because of everything that happened, because I tried my best. Which, but be, I had like a huge like spiritual awakening and I was already like, kind of spiritual, but I would be like using my spiritual wisdom, like for my own benefit, like for like ego serving endeavor, mm. right? Like I was trying to uphold this superhero character of like this, like, you know, Jack business dude, coach guy, like real estate investor, something company, like, you know, like, you know, hotshot person, which really was just an insecurity from like all my inner childhood trauma that I had uh, not dealt with. So yeah. I ended up getting like, sick for two weeks straight and all these demons are just coming out of like wow like i'm like no wonder you were so disciplined you were just in hella pain and you were just willing to do anything to get out and you just like i'm like whoa and like all this stuff about like when 9 11 happened and i'm in school and kids are like calling me a terrorist and um i was like actually introducing myself as the terrorist during 9 11 because i was just so ashamed and just wanted to fit in somehow right so i'm just like i never really dealt with that stuff you know, mm. all the way through. I knew it happened, but I just kind of brushed it on the wayside and was like, oh, I ain't that. But I'm like, I am that. That's what happened. I mean, not anymore. I mean, there are many part dimensions of myself, but I didn't fully like honor it. And then so when the superhero character just came tumbling down, um, universe, beautiful. You know, I love how it just does that. Um, yeah, I literally got like physically sick to the point I was like where I was on my couch and I got to use the bathroom. And I'm like, should I just hold my piss right now? Because I'm being more pain getting up to like, I was like, tired to the bone like just pain like it was crazy like more than the flu and stuff like that wow and then uh yeah it was like a huge like ego death like it just kept going so i mean that wasn't that wasn't definitely not a failure it was a huge level up even though i didn't know it at the time um but that would be probably my lowest point um that i felt there's many other ones many other ones but like that would probably be like the big one you know for sure and i and i man i appreciate the transparency because i know like you say you mentioned the story uh, in, at the Coal campus, but obviously you, you kind of touched on some things you didn't talk about there. So I appreciate that. And again, it all goes back to self-awareness. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you. So last couple of questions, man, that I always ask, you know, my guest is, you know, what, what's a book? Cause I'm a bookie, man. I read a lot. So what's a, what, what's a book that you recommend, you know, some, I guess everybody out there to, to check out at least one book. Yeah, definitely. Um, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. And really, mm. any work by Joe Dispenza, spot okay. on. 
he really like breaks down quantum mechanics in like a digestible manner. And it's really important to have a, a rudimentary understanding at least of quantum mechanics. Um, it's like the premise of what we teach in reality, reality mastery, because everything's grounded in like clinical science here. And you just need that understanding in order to rewire the brain and ultimately purify it for higher levels of gameplay to even a evolve to a certain point that we're all striving to get to right like you know the spirit animated expression um there's a lot of things to happen in between but uh that book would be a staple and also the art of rewiring your brain also by joe dispenza it's really anything by him um yeah just because the brain just needs that uh what i found from doing this type of work is for so many years like i was like the, the brain just needs that hard concrete evidence and logic to explain mm-hmm. this what at one point is looked at like a phenomena mm-hmm. and then just make it an understanding of like how events actually play out here in the in the universe in reality and like how we actually create outcomes you know like the universe it organizes by you know energy frequency and vibration like that's just what it is yeah right and, but that's what it is up here and then here's the shit that happens and then we're in the middle of it so all that in between you can find that in the book for sure, for sure. I appreciate it. And then lastly, man, the most important question. What does swimming with the sharks mean to you when you hear that? Eating sharks is the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Just play with it. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's a big difference between like 90% alpha and 100%. That's a, a big difference. Uh, that's kind of like... Uh, it's really interesting like when you like really just a, like don't give a fuck at all like uh you know it just really makes people that give small amounts of fucks very uncomfortable um and you know i feel like swimming with the sharks is a phrase that because i don't even like think like that you know what i mean i'm just be doing what i do i don't yeah. know you do what you do right but then like that phrase reminds me of like you know when i was like at 90 percent of my fullest expression or you know um i just used the word alpha because like that's how most people you know like uh that, that, would, that would be a terminology i think most people would subscribe to at that point but yeah you know what i mean it really ain't about that but it has to kind of be about that in order for it to not be about that later yeah for sure that makes sense no it makes sense it, i mean it all it all goes together so it definitely makes sense brother yeah i'm just like everybody got their own lane you know like mm-hmm. you know I remember when I heard that. I'm like, I feel like it's true, but I don't give a fuck. I'm doing this. Fuck right. everybody. And I think, you know what? <laughs> like and I think there's such a negative connotation with that term. And the way I see it for me, it's not really about, you know, when you think about a shark in business, you think about somebody who gets over on people. But to me, it's about, you know, putting yourself in position to, to swim amongst the greats. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way with you know my platform that's what it's really about you know i I, i'm passionate about interviewing people that have the mentality of hey i'm putting myself in position and whatever industry i'm in is how can i go to the top whether i'm climbing or whether i'm there or whether i have a desire to get there and i'm putting in the work so yes i love i I love that brother i love that and that's the thing about words right i mean i just you know i i can't do nothing but just you know just give whatever comes comes in me um but uh words are so interesting because you know they're labels mm-hmm. you know and like what you saw is you know what you see in, in in those words is completely different than what i saw which changes you know as we mm-hmm. grow and evolve and whatnot um not to say that that's not authentic for you but like how you know language is so crucial because 
some, some someone could say like one thing and then it might mean seven other different things to seven other people. So, um, yeah. you know, I th- yeah, yeah. Not to, you know, go on a tangent, but like, that's why I really value like multiple vantage points on the same perspective. Cause then, you know, when you assimilate all the information from each of them, you can then find how you best orient to like, or what is your best orientation to whatever's happening there, you know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, Kosh, man, I appreciate you, brother, for, for taking the time out and, and blessing the platform, brother. And, uh, you know, I, I will see you at the top, my guy. Oh, we're already there, bro. That's, the, that's the funny part about the top. I'm like, it was always right there. Just waiting for you to see it. Waiting for you to see it.